This is the Arts Empire Podcast. I'm your host, Tion Buku One. We go deep diving into some of the most amazing, inspirational people in my life that I've known who have turned their art into a career. Sharing the tips, the trades, the gems, the lugs, all that good stuff for you and yours. Enjoy. The podcast is here to unearth the clues to share gems, wisdom from those who pay dues to the kings and queens behind the scenes who've done the work, planted seeds, and built the dream. Alter empire, desire for autonomy. We back at it. So good. It was a good. Good little point you're talking about, Mr. Cheeks, about just seeing what it was like on the independent yeah, yeah. tour so, level. So I, I, I gotta say this, I gotta say this. So, so like after the like maybe the second show, yeah. You know, once he seen like the snow goons, like had you know everything. So once he seen they stuff, he seen me at the table. He seen shit flying. He was like, you know what? So you know, if, if we was getting nice, he was like, yo. Oh, I'm buying two shirts right now. So he bought two shirts off me. He wore them right. uh, in, in the shows, but he, but he was just like, "Yo, you know what? I, when I go home, like, cause y'all niggas done put the battery in my back. Like, oh my god, I need like, cause he he was excited to see, you know, cause he knew the environment we was at. But I told him, right. and your homeboy, he just switched up his whole lineup for his show. He he went and dug in, in his bag. He pulled out. He started pulling out joints. We was like. Okay, cheeks like so he he got he got joints with it. So oh, some it, other it, gems, it, right? Because he's used to rocking so, like you know club like the like the hot right, ninety seven right, clubs right, and right. stuff. Right. But stuff like stuff like that, like him seeing that, it, it it made me feel good because it was like you know he was saying like you know I know this world I'm in like you said as far as the club part, but when he saw the the engine that we had as far as this underground music still. And when he seen the crowds and he seen the love they he was getting, how we was getting, he was like, yo, I I think like I have a whole different outlook on this now where, you know, he started, he, he, then after that, he kept going back, you know, cause, and I was putting the bug in his ear, like, yo, dude, like you can really do this, like more, once people see you more, you'll right. get comfortable, you'll get comfortable in knowing that when you come back out here back and forth, you have your merch. You have your every hats, whatever you, you need. He said, yes, because like, I'm like, dude, that is a whole nother income added to what you're doing. So I oh, yeah. always try. I, I encourage all my dudes from our era, Diamond, Sadat, you know, I, 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 I scream at these like, yo, come on. Like, it don't take but that much to, to spend right. this money on, on flipping this bread. It's nothing. Right. And for independent artists, I mean, merchandising is everything. Like, we do a show for X amount of dough, but then you right. do the merch, and the next thing you know, it's you know exponential. And then when you're not at the shows, you do merch, and you got that. And like you see now, you know you you'd be handling your business right now in COVID. So let me get into this next question. Um, what are some of the biggest misconceptions about being an artist handling your own business? We already know about it with the rap game. People will be thinking if you're rapping, you're rich. If you if you're not on TV, you're a poor rapper. You know, like there's all this, but like <laughs> when it comes to specifically handling business as an artist, like what do you think some of the misunderstandings are about it? That because of uh, who, we, who we are, as far as the name, that is easy. Is is it is not easy, bro? 
right. I I really have to like grind out like extra hard, like even to like to even do this part of uh, the merch part. You know, I was, you know, I didn't think that people would want a shirt so much, or you know, I had anything like that because, you know, you just you don't know. So, I I, I pretty much think that. You know, I don't want people to think that it's, it's it's not even an advantage. It's just the point that we've been in it for so long. But with with that, you have to still make good music to keep being in it. So, you know, it's it, it's never easy doing this because, like you said in the beginning, uh, you have it's like we have to make. I I'm gonna say it like this. This is the easy way I can say it. Everybody that I know that have a job that get up in the morning and go work a nine to five, they're guaranteed a check every week, two weeks or whatever to doing what they're doing. Um, I don't ever want people to think that when they see these flyers going up and uh, in stores and, you know, whatever you see that's generated, that's never from somebody else outside of the circle of me and Tame or when chaos was here. You know what I'm saying? That's besides like, when you, because Vuku, you know, does what we do and, and he's been a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Whether if he helped us get shows or have driven with shows, even with him driving us when show to shows, he's participating in the show itself. So, you know, we are not like getting these offers to where it's like a lot of cats may think that we're getting like compared to a lot of other people. So, you know, I take pride in knowing that uh, we are working hard, have been working hard. It takes uh, a lot to do all of this shit because there is nobody calling me to say, yo, I got this set up for you. Um, I got these many shows. I got these many features for you. I have, you know, it's none of that. It's none of that. So there's right. no wizard behind the curtain pulling strings for us <laughs> you know this is really us doing this you know on our own and you know it is it, uh it takes everything in the arsenal to make a lot of these things work and, and when me and Sadat did the XL album you know since like damn 2011 we worked on that record but we was we started touring 2013 2014 we we was with and Maker Sadat was like, yo, so like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so how much am I getting? How much am I getting? So am, am, I'm going to get this in my envelope? Like, every time we do this, I'm like, I'm like no. But there's other things I'm going to do to compensate what's in the envelope that you won't even really have to work too hard for to get <laughs> to get that, to get it. So you 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 have to, like, like when 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 that record came, and when we even when we did that last tour with Chaos when we was in Europe to promote that record, I had no idea we would shoot six videos or seven videos on that tour. All of them came out to be dope. Even my man, I'm Machine, I see you. You know what I'm saying? My man uh, up in, in San Pedro shot the video for us for Power Moves, and my man DJ Monsoon hooked that up, and it just everybody wanted to help us because they know there is no <laughs> wizard back there doing right. this shit, pressing buttons. So it's, it's us grinding, hard, whether we like it or not, you know, this is on us. So 
Right. I don't want people to think that is that easy, you know, because you really have to, you know, get online, hit these labels up. That's how vinyl digital. That's how we got the deal. Right. Me just me just posting shit, and they saw something with me and that me and OC did that I they had in my stash, and he was like, "Yo, uh, we kind of into that. I want to see what's up with that." I'm like, "Oh well, how about an album with me and Sadat X?" I wonder a word like, "Yeah." So that's how we got that deal. Wow, just, right, right. Doing trying to just generate something, so you know. Right. I, I so, also want to yeah. go, ahead, go ahead. So also we're building on that. So you're talking about, you know, when you go on tour now, you're you're doing you got shows, you sell merch, mm -hmm. features, video. So why don't you run through like, you know, an average day, let's say on tour in Europe. Like what do you like how does that day run or that you know few few days run? Because it's you know, a lot of cats they think you tour. And you just get some spot, stay in a hotel, smoke, drink, kick it with your folks, sound check, show, drink, kick it more, girls, whatever, go to bed, get up, and then, you know, mm -hmm. but that's not the life that we live as independent artists and tour managers nah, and all that stuff. Nah. So why don't you run through it, you know, for that? Well, like, what's it like now? What are you day in the life uh, when you're on tour? Uh, let's say you're. It say like if we start, we always try to get a day ahead. So we go a day before we gotta perform because I've been uh to Europe to go there and as soon as you land, you're going on stage like hours later, going to sound check, setting up like dang, getting no sleep or nothing. So we learned to do that. But when you're on tour, you have some days off. So it's two things you could do. You can take your day off and go sightseeing and shit like that or before you get to these cities, because a lot of times, because of Instagram and Facebook and everything now, they know we coming. So if I say to like, say Sadat, I mean, we, we do a couple of shows, me and Tane, we do a couple of shows. If, if I'm knowing how much we're getting per show, I'm like, okay, how can I add on to that? And do it in a way where it's not me Saying like yo, we out here, blah blah blah, blah. like cats, like okay, you out here, but but you know what does that mean? So if I say we have something already set up, and if I put out a flyer, knowing that we're gonna go to the studio, um, check this out. We got free time on some of these after some of these dates. We actually do hit people up to set up studio time, so we have sessions if we need to do any work whether if it's from home or we getting while we on the road. So me knowing that I'm like, okay, let's film us being here. Uh, because a lot of times people don't believe that you're doing what you say you're doing. Uh, uh, oh, all right. Hmm. They don't, they don't believe that you out either that you out there or that it is a possibility that they could work with you. So when I put this up that we had the studio and I'm going on, you know, filming, Cats be like, oh, okay, they really are in the studio. So, it, and then they hit you up. And like, yo, like, they know we're, we're out here for one night and we're gonna move on to the next spot. So if you're interested, this is the details, this is what you gotta do. And us knowing that we're moving around, I, I don't wanna uh, have these people afraid of thinking that they can't get the feature. So we, you set things at a certain boundary where like, because you're moving like that, you know, cause you gotta understand too, some of these dudes don't have no home studio. 
So they got us, they got to set everything up. So it was like, okay. And, and, and the same way we was, we was doing that, it was like video producers and, and certain people I knew that was like, yo, I'll shoot this for you. I'll do that for you. And I'm like, well, what you want? I'm like, yo, just shout me out. Give me credit. And I'm like, cause these dudes, that's a going in their portfolio. Right. And, and we going to do it for real. So I, 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 I we, we set all this stuff up. And once you go from city to city, and people see you in the studio going to the show, we have to document everything. So if 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 we have a chance to even do that, that's a bonus for us because now we're meeting people in these different cities we may not have met. My man DJ Moore, he got an album coming out right now. We did a single, me and Sadat did a single with him, and we just was in the studio for a day, for an afternoon. We got on the train and got back on the train, went back to the hotel, and why have a day off? And I say bullshitting, but we've been to a lot of these places more than once or twice. So we've gotten over the shock of being, I don't take it for granted, but right. if I could go to my man's studio and do what I like to do and, you know, make something off of it, that's a, and everybody's happy because now he gets a release, maybe something he, well, okay, so Don and El Cinti in my town, what? Okay, I, how much I want? A lot of these dudes like, yo, let's go. Cause right. they they are they like they like us, but they live where they live. Over there, right? Okay, so right there. So you got shows, you know, you got features. So how do you? This is a, this is a question that you know artists, up and coming artists have, whether it's visual artists, whether it's music. How do you? How are you pricing? Like, how do you know? what to price the show and what to price the feature at? How do you, what's your, what's your process? Well, most of the time when you're working with booking agents and stuff like that, or, you know, people, you know, that have access to promoters, you know, a lot of promoters try to judge you on your error and shit like that. But a lot of times I tell them, forget that. Cause we consistently make records throughout the year. So you can't put that tag on us. So you'll run into people that think they can give you a price and far as your worth or whatever like that, but we know. So you try to just go high first, you know, go high first and get to a point where you feel like, okay, I'm good. And if you're doing 10 or plus shows and you're getting the price that you want and you doing extra here and there and you add the feature and you add, you add the feature, you add the merch, you add whatever you're doing to the pot. Like, so most of the time when you're in a group, you got split. You got split the money. Right. So you really, you really have to be mindful to encourage yourself to say, like, let me not play myself. It doesn't cost a lot. Let me invest in some shit. And especially with the CDs, you know, you have to price all these things out. And especially when you get there, because it's a different dollar. So you got to mm -hmm. think about all of that before you get there. Weight of what your merch is before you put it in your bag. Should you just pay for another damn bag? And just put all your merch in that bag, because that's you going you going to run out. And a lot right. of times you may not you may not uh, yo. Uh, and I'm gonna say that I've been at points where you had the I was on a train calling hitting my man up in Hanover, Germany, and we like how much for this many shirts, even if they vinyl press, how much is for these? And I need a banner, dude. We come right. into his town. But guess what? Guess where he's at? We already mapping it out. He's right around the corner, not too far. We walked from the hotel to his shop. And I went and he made the banner right there on the spot, at, making the shirts right there on the spot. So a lot of times you might not get that. But if you 
smart. You're going to look into it. But it's just that, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to make the most out of these days that you're on this tour to, to uh, get, get the most out of it, to, whether if it's in your trip, doing your shows, because you, you do these shows, you got to get these connects with these promoters, because if you do a good show, you want to keep coming back. They look at you, they know, they're like, yo, this dude is an asshole. We're not bringing him back. They see you right. doing your job and they see you doing your numbers. <laughs> like, okay, he's professional. Like, okay, if, when you're doing these tours, these promoters talk to each other. Right. They know, like, yo, how, how was they last night? How was they like? They, they was all right. They was all right. If you whack, they talk, they do this friends throughout these cities. So they, right. they, they pull they pull together a resource they made yes. before it happens. Yes. So, so, so right. real quick, like, you know, I'm, I've, I grew up on the business side booking tour management and management right so i'm the one that's seeing all the numbers i'm the one that's saying yes or no when i'm managing an artist like yes no and how you know some shows i've done for free with my for my artists some mm -hmm. shows are you know 300 500 5000 right. 10000 so not every show you're going to get the same amount of money no, and every artist has a different uh criteria and of the how venue, something, right? And 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 the venue will hit you with the like, oh, these many people could fit in the building, so these right. are the ticket prices and everything like that counts too. Right. So how do you? So there's a two. There's the same question for two different things. How do you determine whether to take, you know, maybe five hundred or take a thousand at the show? Um. How and the same thing with the features. How do you know what to charge for features? Because part of what you're doing is to make money right then. Right. The other part of what we're doing is to build relationships and market and invest. Mm -hmm. So that way maybe if we do this feature here, it'll grow into something that when we come back, it's more than the sum of just that one pay. Right. So there's all these different criterias, but you know, every every artist has a different criteria. Some mm -hmm. are just like, look, I just say thousand okay. to show, thousand right. a feature. If I would get it, I'm staying in my room. Right. And some some of us are like, yo, if I have like, you know, so when I've been, when I've been with Tajay from Souls, he was like, yo, every day off on tour is costing me money. Mm -hmm. Like every day off is costing me money. Good, so I, good, good so, way to look at it. So he's like, look, if, if I could do a feature for a couple hundred and I'm feeling it, like I'm feeling the vibe and I'm feeling the people like, you know, there's obviously quality control. Mm -hmm. um, or if I can, uh, you know, whatever. If, if, I have a, if I have a Monday on tour, which are usually low days, I might want to do this in a small market where I never go and take a low guarantee and a door because at least I have a chance of recovering my expenses for that, that mm -hmm. day. Plus right. make some money, plus sell some merchandise, plus make some new fans. So right. how do you, how do you do like when you're on tour in Europe, like how do you, what's your criteria? Like to, to, well, to show the features. A lot of times you can see who has a budget, and, you know, and just in conversation, like, cause I always ask like, okay, what are you doing? What's this? Boom, 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 boom. And if you're more professional than my man over here, who I know just got a job and he's like, yo, I like your music. I'm a, I'm a fan. And you know, I got this much. Some of those things right there for me have turned into like good relationships. And sometimes you can't say so much look at, what you might get at the moment, because I'll tell you the truth, for money that I've taken less for, 
I mean, uh, feature I took in less money for got me to these places. So if I did a joint with my my people in Colombia while I'm home, that's how I got to me and Tane got to Colombia through that connect, and I was able to, you know, talk to these people, and 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 they know our music. So it's like sometimes you can't always just be like, you know. I want the thousand dollars. You're not. You're. You're not gonna get that all the time from everybody. So you will. You will be selective, also by the sound of the music, because like I said, the uh, they call the Steez brothers. Like they hit me on, on my WhatsApp, and they was like, "Yo, we got this beat. We want you to hear." And da 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 da. And then when they, I was like, "Well, how much? You know, what you working with?" Da da da. And when he told me, I was like, "Ah, you know." Probably gotta work on that a little bit, and you know, and 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 then and then I sat there for a minute, and I was like, you know what? Send me the track. Let me hear. Let me hear the track. He sent me the beat, and that shit was dope. I was like, okay. So I was like, you know what? So I was like, you know what? Because the thing that I know is that I pay for features too. Right. So I know how that feels when you want to ask people for, for feature, but you don't know. I say, and I feel like you don't have have enough, but is is a, a possibility they're gonna probably either say no or I ain't got enough. So, fortunately, through the years, I've had some of my MC friends work with me on certain things, but I don't get nothing for free, so I do pay unless we family and we and we doing that. So right. I, I that's and that's when I say I know when to when it looks like okay that's a label, you know they probably got this. Let me ask. And said, but I always go to know through these people what to ask for, and right. it goes again as far as the shows. Uh, that is like more or less, uh, let's say like a club like Capu. There's a spot in Austria, in in uh, Linz, and this club is called Capu. I remember the first time I went in there. Me and AG went in there, two thousand three. And we walked in, they was like, damn, this is just a room. I was like, yo, there's no windows. It's like like no ventilation. I I told him, I told I told hey, I said, you know what? I got I told him I got a rule with doing shows. I, I don't care how much I look or go to the gym or whatever. I'm never taking my shirt off on stage, none of that shit. So he started laughing. So he he was he was laughing, he was laughing, right? And I said, but hey, but I'm looking around right now, bro. And I think we're gonna die in here tonight. Ain't no windows or nothing. Man, listen, that was the first time we went there. That shit was so packed in that damn room. You didn't even care about no window. It was, it was tight, but it's always tight. Every show I've been, every, every time I've been to that club, it's always tight. So, but that in that city, that's the popping fucking hip-hop place. They have they cook the food there, the, the staff. You get home-cooked meal in there. If you don't want to go to the hotel, they got like mad beds upstairs. Where you can just crash out in the club because they stay over like four or five in the morning, but it's usually you you, you get a hotel running. But they, like, if you don't want to and you want like how you said like you know how he, how he said you like I, I ain't really trying to spend no bread. I I, I I go to you could go, you could go to the store in the town if you feel like you want to get some fresh sheets and blankets and shit like that for the night. You can do that, but you, if you don't want to spend no money for your hotel, your shit right there. So right. I, I say that and saying like. When 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 you out on the road, you will adapt to a lot right. of, to your to your surroundings. But when you go to these towns like that, 
like Capu, uh, you know, a Amsterdam had like uh, Melkweg, but that's a big place, but that's where everybody go. So you judge, like I said, Melkweg's big, so you know it's going to be liable to be crowded. They doing right. tickets for like 15 euro. Okay, we're asking for this. Right. So, you know, you, 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 and you determine your map on where you go. The bigger right. cities like Germany, like Denmark, these places more or less do the bigger places than, say, like the one I said in, in Austria. Right. So basically, you really got to be flex. Like you can't, you know, and this is what, you know, when I talk to people about it, it's like, look, even even when I was managing Dell, like Dell would pull some strong numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Like say like, you know, major markets, LA, San Francisco, Seattle, New York, he's pulling seven to 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right. But we're not going to pull that on Monday in Lawrence, Kansas. Right. Or Tuesday in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, you know? right, right, right. So if we if we're just gonna uh, only accept the big numbers, that means we're only gonna have shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we're gonna have to cover seven, eight hundred miles and four days right. in between. And so you take, you know, we have four people, two hotel rooms, mm -hmm. a night, four nights, like you're you know, so yeah, a lot bam, of times doing that. Yeah, I think when a lot of cats who don't tour much don't understand that. Like, right, right, there's seven right, right. days a week. Most people don't rock out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday the no. way that's Friday, Saturday. So you can't expect, and, and, you know. And, yeah. Imagine doing that overseas. Like, if you if you don't have a, not even say have a good booking agent, but it's, everybody's going. So you have to really not go overseas or even when you're in America. Like, it, when it's show season, it's show season. So you say, uh, for me, is the top of the year is March, April. Then it slowed down a little bit. If you're not in the festivals in the summer, right. your ass is waiting till the fall. When right. everybody either say go back to school or, you know, that's when they start booking again. Because, uh, you know, all the in the summertime in Europe, they ain't no tour dates like that because everybody's at all these different festivals so you would hope that you would get in one of them or all of them and do the stretch so right you know it it, it you would hope that you can get that much right when, you, when you're doing yeah. it in that way you gotta be flex okay so let's see what what are some of the hardest things for an artist to adjust to when they're turning into the business person of their art. And I'll, I'll say like this, like, you know, when you're a chef at a big restaurant, you're just a chef. You just mm -hmm. focus on cooking. You know, then you go, man, I'm gonna start my own restaurant. Right. And all of a sudden, you're not just the chef. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be fixing lights, you might be running the front the counter. Sometimes you might be opening, you might be closing, you might be doing accounting. Um, so like, what have you encountered personally and through around your peers has been the hardest transition from being that chef, so to speak, on a, in a restaurant or a big label or whatever, to being your own independent, you know, conglomerate? Well, uh, like a chef, your food got to be good. Right. First and, step, and, food and, be and good. Yeah, your food has to be good in order for people to talk about your, your food or business. So for me, it was always, the, I, I, I think that, 
you can, I was like, okay, Ellie, you can have the shirts, you can have the hoodies and everything like that, but it's, a, it's also about presentation. So I learned that um, even now, I'm, I'm looking online like, damn, let me get this uh, little photo kit thing with this soft light bulb thing and start taking right. pictures of the merch a little bit better. So <laughs> I would say that that made me really understand that it wasn't just about, you know, getting shirts printed up right you know and and, and just uh you know getting people outside of your friends that you know like you know i had to get everybody to understand like yo i'm really trying to do this so like i'm not giving no shirts away for free if i can <laughs> i will try you know what i'm saying like i'll try my best like but let me get to a certain point and if i got it like that i could be like yo you know what that's my man right there i bless you but, but a lot of times a lot of times I had to, uh, and, and, and I would say a lot of my friends respect that. To find this knowledge on top, entertainment at its finest. Lo and behold, unfold the hidden scroll. This time to shed the light on the stories untold. This podcast is old.